In this final episode, Jennifer shares about landing her first project management role. Her advice, don't discount the assistant project manager roles. In the quote-unquote junior roles, you have an opportunity to grow and the junior roles allow you to grow with the mentor. Take a listen. And I think that's um, why it's important when you're looking for a job. Don't discount the assistant project manager because that's what Mm -hmm. I am in now. And if you're making a big industry switch and you don't have that background, it may not be that big salary that you wanted. Like they're like, oh, project managers make all this money. Okay, but they've probably been in the industry for a while and probably have a degree in it. But if you take an assistant project manager role, you can still grow and you can move and go other places. But that role allows you to learn with a mentor at your company. Mm-hmm. whether it's your boss or somebody else, so that you're not just, you know, like, here you go, I'm throwing you in, hope you can swim. <laughs> right. Those days mm-hmm. are over. I mean, it used to be back in the day, but those days are over. They, they, because it's expensive just for even the employer to have to train you. And then if it doesn't work out, they've got to hire somebody else and retrain. I mean, the stats are out there, depending on your level and the salary, you know, it's another three, five, ten thousand dollars just to train you and get you to that level. So they really want to make sure that it is a good fit and that you'll stay for a while to so that everybody can reap the returns of, of all the efforts. So um well you've been in your role for uh, since April you said right mm-hmm. so how did you specifically find this particular role and you're right you know don't be afraid for the assistant project manager project coordinator junior scrum master so I appreciate you saying that was was it that you made that switch and you're thinking like let me look at this even though it's an assistant project manager role was that part of the find in this job that you made that switch or was it networking tell us um, so mine is not a fancy Cinderella story. It is, I searched on LinkedIn. I put assistant project manager, ed tech, assistant project manager, tech. Um, and then for a while I was doing healthcare until I had an informational interview with someone. I was like, oh, that's not where I want to start. Maybe one day I will go there, but that's not where I want to start. It's a little, because healthcare can be a really big thing to take off. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would put those in my search every single day. Um, and that's how I found it. <laughs> oh, that—that that is Cinderella. I think no, I love that because I think people are just like putting project manager, and then they're like crossing their fingers and closing their eyes and and getting very specific. Honestly, I think that is the way. Um, that's awesome. So Codelicious came up, mm-hmm. and you and found I like the I like the the job description they had. Um, I liked how they presented the job description, how they included um, who they were and their core foundation of who they were in their description. And when you went to to do look at their website, it was there. It wasn't hidden anywhere. You could find everything about them. Nice. So I was one of those people. I know some people say apply, 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 apply. I did not apply every single day. Probably the most I applied for during the week was maybe six at one time. That was it. Mm-hmm. Typically, it was no more than three or four a week because I, 
would not apply for a job unless I researched the company first. Okay. And I think that's because of the background that I've had in, in experience and education um, and knowing what could be really good in a job, but also experiencing what could be really not so good. <laughs> and when you realize some of those things were like, oh, if I would pay them more, a little more attention when I was looking at things, I might have realized this before I went through the whole interview process. Yeah. Um, so that by using that strategy, it really helped me know if they were a good fit to even apply for. And, and did you also do like last door, like any like employee reviews as part of your research or it was mostly just on, on their websites? I would look at Glassdoor and Indeed. Now I know you have to take it all with a grain of salt sure. to whatever anybody applies. And you have to know someone who um, left in a huff might not have written the best reviews. So I always <laughs> tried to find the middle of the road, you know. Um, but I looked at those as well. And I will have to admit that if any company scored like a 2.5 or not even a three, I'd be like, okay, um, I'll put them on the bottom of the list. And if I have time, I'll go back and do some more research. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's good to know. Yeah. I mean, you're bringing up, a, a, you know, of course, just gems all, all over the place, but I will hear people talk about how they want to work for, they call them FANG. I forgot what it stands for, but the, I think financial and uh, I'm so shameful, but I think the big Amazons, uh, you know, mm-hmm. just like the big company, like that's what I have to work for. I have to work for Meta. I have to work for Instagram. And, and it's like, okay. But is it is it in line with your values? Don't get caught up on the starry eye that you have this company name where they might wash you out in you know a few months. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that it is um, aligned with the culture and company values. And do people stay um, that you? Because let's face it, we develop friendships at our jobs, right? I mean, I know that. I had my wedding seven years ago and everybody was like, how do you know Crystal? I'm like, well, I used to work with her here. And I'm like, well, <laughs> those are my friends. Like, you know, and I was an army grad, so I didn't have like childhood friends. Everybody I made friends with was at work because work for a time was my life. And that's important to me that there are people who I want to get to know. You don't have to know my intimate details, but that's just how I am as a person. But I want to be joyful because you're going to get a, what, two thirds of my life right? Mm-hmm. It's been two-thirds of our life. So I want people that are enjoyable and to work with that we can collaborate with, but also it's okay when I'm like, I'm, I'll am i see you tomorrow at five, but I'm looking forward to seeing you the next day. And it's not like, oh, this person, right? So <laughs> I think um, I think that is important um, to just know thyself and do the research um, and not be in the shock and awe of like, this is a terrible place. So not to say the companies that I named, but you know, you just have mm-hmm. to take things with the, with a grain of salt, um, as you mentioned with the, the Indeed and, and Glassdoor. <laughs> the hardest part is not letting that, why am I not getting a job? I need to do this. I need to do that. Oh my goodness. I need to, I just need to take anything. And if sometimes we're in a position we do have to take things. Earlier in my life, you know, when I had a lot of student loans, I kind of had to take what was offered at the time, especially if you're in a, a job market where they're not really hiring. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you have that opportunity to have that time to research it, try not to let those, that pressure 
take over your job search because it's going to be there. You're going to feel it. Anytime someone gets a job and you're like, well, why didn't I get a job? Anytime someone gets an interview, it's going to be there. But if you have that opportunity to, to research, take that moment and slow down and say, it's going to come. Mm-hmm. Not when you want it to come. Never when you want it to come. <laughs> Not on your timeline, but it will come as long as you stay true to who you are. I love that. That's good advice. I'm curious, was there, and I know sometimes HR is, is hesitant to share, but did your current company uh, give you feedback about either during the interview process or when they hired you? Was there something that they said that they liked about your resume or liked about your background that they said, you know, we really saw this as a really good fit for this role? You know, we actually didn't have that conversation. Okay. Um, a lot of, I noticed in the different rounds of interview, they act, asked, um, we refer back to when I worked in as the early childhood specialist and how I carried that information into other roles, but we actually never did like a debrief. So that's okay. very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just remember when I, um, you know, not only t- teach under my own company, but I teach with another vendor. And I remember two things that they shared with me was that number one, they called me back because I took the time to do a cover letter. So when you said that, it just reminded me. And then uh, it's it's always the case as project management trainers, our first time, we're awful. (laughs) We we think we know it, we know it our way, but knowing the PMBOK way and teaching it to that content, you, uh, you just have to push forward and just, you know, and we got, we had, um, as we're onboarding, we have a senior instructor and he would give me daily feedback. And so the next day I would make that adjustment. And so at the end of the four days, he said, you're, you've made the cut. In my opinion, I'm going to give them my recommendation. He said, here's why. When I gave you advice, you took it. You, you know, he's like, I'm not your boss. You didn't have to listen to me, but you actually listened to the advice I gave you to help improve. And I think that's something that I've always appreciated is that if you give me direction, if you give me some uh, guidance, I'll change, but don't leave me in the wind. And then, you know, four days or four months later, you're like, you weren't doing this. I'm like, but you never told me I needed to do it. Um, But I, I always appreciate that if I, if someone gives me some advice, even though they say they're not my boss, they have influence. And I think that's something mm-hmm. also as a project manager, that's something to consider as well is, you know, because you said it, you hit the nail on the head. We got to deal with people. Like pro- people make projects. Mm-hmm. And so if there's a stakeholder on your project that's giving you some advice or guidance, and we obviously take it with you know tongue in cheek, but if they're influential enough, they might be saying something that I need to take heed. Um, and kind of make that adjustment so that they're going to be my supporter and they might actually be, you know, be my supporter when I'm not even in the room. And that's who that gentleman was for me when he gave me that feedback. Um, And uh, it's something I just always kind of take take with me. Well, Jennifer, I have one last question for you. I have a fun question. Would you rather, would you rather (laughs) four day week so get one, one day of the week off, would you rather work four uh-huh. days weeks or would you want to work two months on and one month off? I would love to say two months and one month on, but I would never want to come back after a month. It would be a four day week. It would definitely. <laughs> I love your honesty around that. 
goodness. Well, this has been great. Um, I know that the people who are going to be listening um, hopefully will take your uh, experience and insight to heart and really just um, move forward in their role and just know that it's it's going to happen. And as you said, it's not necessarily your time. It's, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to happen and just stay, stay the course and keep with it. Uh, is there a way for folks to connect with you? Um, are you LinkedIn? Email me. Is it, you know, find me on Instagram. What, what's your preferred <laughs> people? Or, or you can simply say, it's okay. I do not want anyone to contact me. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. Definitely LinkedIn is the way to go. Although I have to tell you, I used to be on it every day when I, when I was job searching, but since I started the job and I'm trying to do the job and course, and then it was the end of the school year for my little guy, I'm not on it every day posting, but I'm on every day reading. <laughs> so definitely LinkedIn is the way to go. Cause if you go to my Instagram, it's just going to be pictures of the garden and my kid. <laughs> Well, what I, so I wanted to ask, what is what are you gardening? Is this a vegetable garden or okay, so, uh, vegetable herbs? So in one, I have three beds plus pots. Uh, <laughs> I have a sunflower garden and melons that are growing in one. Tomatoes in pots. Sweet picked purple sweet potatoes because they're my favorite. Um, and then I have green beans and then exotic cucumbers. Like I have dragon eggs cucumbers that are ready to pick. And then my poor little Meyer lemon tree that barely survived the winter. <laughs> well, we're we're going to have winter here. <laughs> so we're going to have to definitely swap stories, stay in touch. We have a vegetable garden here. we got like this big old, uh, big enough in the, in the city suburbs of plot. We don't, we're not as adventurous as you. Like we, we're doing carrots. We're doing strawberries until the squirrels get them. Mm. and then um we're, we have herbs so we loved them well of course you know rosemary you just plant one and it's like <laughs> <laughs> yes. and then um we we tried beans purple beans those were i mean they're, they're purple on the outside but then when you cook it it's green so i love yeah the there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh we definitely love doing the tomatoes in the pots and we do cucumbers as well like the little baby cucumbers so it's always so nice, and it just tastes so fresh. Even if it you does. buy organic at the store, it doesn't taste the same. It's so no. good. <laughs> so we'll swap pictures, definitely. I look forward to seeing your, your harvest. So, Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for your time, Jennifer. And um, I can't wait to stay in touch with you. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. As always, with any significant career change, always do your research. Research the companies and research the industries. You may find that you love tech, but want nothing to do with healthcare. I enjoyed my conversation with Jennifer, and I hope you did too. And it was so cool to learn from a fellow vegetable gardener. And as part of my research before closing out this conversation, FANG, F-A-A-N-G, is an acronym that refers to the stocks of five prominent U.S.-based technology companies, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and Google. Now that Facebook has updated their name to Meta, the grouping of stocks is now referred to as MANG, M-A-A-N-G. If you didn't know, now you know. Make sure you reference the show notes on how to claim your PDU for listening to all four episodes. If you have some podcast topic ideas, please send me a message via email or message me via LinkedIn. 
And if you want to be a guest, let me know. Take care and thanks so much for listening. Thank you.